A Warrior's Heart, a reading by Grammy. Hello, my sweet munchkins. This is a story written for you by my dear friend, Danny Cherie. Now, we all know fairies are not real any more than unicorns or Easter bunnies. But in the world of imaginations, this story teaches a very real truth. Won't you listen and learn how the fairy could lose something so very important so that you may never lose your wings? Chapter One, The Fox's Hole. Hello? Silence in the darkness. Please, anyone, I need help. Again, silence. <sighs> Don't fret. There has to be a way out, she thought to herself as she looked upon the mess she had gotten herself into. Elizabeth's wings were soaked completely through as the rain beat down on her. There was no way she was going to fly out of this mess anytime soon. She tried to slow her rapidly beating heart. If she could only reach the pouch that sat on her waist, she could use a little fairy dust she had left to create enough light to see what her wings were caught on. Elizabeth wiggled her hands slightly in order to reach the pouch. Painfully and slowly, she got it open and grabbed a little fairy dust. Once again, she had to wiggle her arm in order to bring her hand up to her face. Opening her hand, Elizabeth gently blew on the fairy dust and slowly her captors took shape. No longer terrifying claws squeezing the life out of her. Rather, vines and weeds tangled all around her. Elizabeth breathed a sigh of relief. Oh, how silly my imagination had become. Elizabeth knew she would have to scatter the fairy dust farther in order to fully understand her prison. Yet she did not have much more of it left. With that thought, the memories of the past couple days flooded over her. Though she did not want to remember, grief overtook her. The cries of her fellow fairies and the sound of their tiny feet running in panic drowned in her ears. Shuddering, she grew too afraid to continue following those thoughts. Swallowing the many tears, she forced herself to use the last of her fairy dust to illuminate her surroundings. At last, Elizabeth was able to see through the darkness. Knowing the light would last only a little while longer, she began looking around earnestly. It seemed as though she had fallen through a fox's hole and somehow during her fall, the vines and the weeds tangled her. Now that Elizabeth knew what she was fighting against, she began to twist her arms in such a way to free her. However, the more she struggled, the tighter the weeds held on. Desperation consumed her as she began to realize the impossibility of escaping her prison. Somebody, Somebody please, please help! 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 Her cry echoed through the fox's hole. 
The pitter-patter of the rain was the only response Elizabeth received. All too quickly, her fairy dust light began to fade. No, no light. Please don't leave me. Tears streamed down her face. She struggled at the vines with all her strength. Hopeless. The light was barely alive. Hopeless. The vine's grasp became tighter. Hopeless. With one final scream, the light was no more, and Elizabeth was once again in complete darkness. Hopeless. Chapter Two, A Savior. Don't be afraid, was softly spoken into the fox's hole. Who is there? She whispered into the darkness. Do you not recognize the home to which this voice belongs? Said the stranger in a surprisingly gentle tone. Confusion swirled in Elizabeth's head for she could not recognize the stranger's voice. I am the fountainhead, the voice spoke, as if reading her thoughts. The fountainhead? Elizabeth's heart immediately beat faster. Thoughts of all the childhood stories she had once heard swirled in her mind. But you're only a myth. I can see you are still young, the fountainhead observed. Tell me, what myths have you heard? Um... Well, I was told that the fountain had created fairies and is father to us all. Elizabeth spoke with uncertainty, for she had never been good at sitting still and listening as a child. It seems to me you have much to learn. Never mind that now. I have waited a long time to see you face to face. May I release you from your prison? He said with such simplicity, as if asking Elizabeth if she would like sugar with her tea. Elizabeth found herself nodding in reply, not realizing movement could not be seen in the darkness. Nevertheless, the fountain had seemed to have known her answer, for she slowly felt her bonds loosen, and she began to slip away from the vines. Afraid she was going to fall hard to the ground, Elizabeth let out a squeal and frantically reached for anything to grab before the plunge. However, she did not fall. Instead, strong arms enclosed around her, and the fountainhead set her softly on the ground of the fox's hole. You might want to close your eyes for a moment, he whispered into her ear. Out of fear, she did as he said. Even with her eyes closed, the light was blinding. Okay, you can now open your eyes. Elizabeth gasped in shock. They were no longer in the fox's hole. Where are we? She barely managed to get out. How did he do that? Was it some sort of special magic I'm not familiar with? Elizabeth's confusion was almost too much for her to bear. We are in my garden, within one of my many homes. He answered calmly as if 
it was no big deal that in one moment they were at the bottom of a fox's hole and the next they were at his home. But how did this happen? Elizabeth was hesitant to ask, afraid she would not understand the answer. Chuckling, he said, Ah, oh, but you forget, I am the fountainhead. Overwhelmed, Elizabeth felt as if she were going to faint. When they first arrived, Elizabeth was so caught up in being transported, she hadn't really looked at her savior in the light. Turning her head, she looked up into his face. She was shocked to find a face just like any other fairies. He had gentle eyes that seemed to see and know all things, and a smile that touched the depths of one's soul. His shoulders were broad and muscular. He had light brown hair and clean-shaven face, but what really caused Elizabeth to pause was at a glance he almost seemed boyish. Why, the more intently she stared at him, she could see an older man's face. After a moment's time, the fountainhead winked at Elizabeth. Completely embarrassed for staring at him for so long, she turned away. Come along, Elizabeth. Quietly chuckling, he led the way into the unknown. He sure does that a lot. What's so funny anyway? Elizabeth thought annoyingly. Knowing she didn't have any other options, she tried to catch up with him. Her soaked wings weighed her down. Where are we going? Elizabeth was breathless once she reached his side. To my home, he responded. But why? To learn. To learn what? My way. What are you talking about? Caught up in her frustration, Elizabeth did not realize the fountainhead had stopped. She ran right into him which caused her to fall and land on her wings. Pain shot through her, telling her that there might be more to her wings than just water damage. Looking up at him, she was about to apologize when something beyond the fountainhead stole her gaze. A gentle breeze blew a weeping willow's branches aside to reveal the most beautiful wooden staircase she had ever seen. The sight momentarily distracted any thoughts of her wings and the pain. Are you coming? The fountainhead spoke as he was leading the way towards the staircase. Uh, yes, Elizabeth stammered after him, her curiosity making her brave in that moment. Once they reached the tree, though, she hesitated, noticing something carved into the railing of the staircase. Elizabeth took her fingers and traced the carvings, realizing they were words weaving a story. I have never seen anything so beautiful. Her heart began to race as she took the first step. The words on the railing seemed to come alive as she began to read. In the beginning, there was none but one, one who was perfect. One full of joy, love, and peace, who created with one word, giving life to all, glory to the one. With that last word, Elizabeth took the last step. She felt immensely overwhelmed, but not even all the questions and curiosity 
could keep Elizabeth Payne at bay any longer. Elizabeth, are you okay? The fountain had turned around to see her pale and weak. Just as he reached out towards her, she fainted. Thank you.